Right, earlier this week I had um, a wonderful chat with Alva Reddy. Alva Reddy is uh, no stranger to this show, been playing her music for years. Uh, she hasn't released anything by herself in quite some time. She's one of the people involved in the uh, Irish Women in Harmony track, which we heard earlier. She's collaborated with loads of artists uh, over the last while. Uh, but anyway, she's uh, just released her first single in uh, nearly two years' uh, time difference, and I'm going to play it in a few minutes. Um, so anyway, I was having a chat with her about that, and I began by asking her what she's been up to for the last couple of years. Um, well, I have actually been working on this record um, for, not this song, but the entire record uh, for the last three years. So mostly it was just saving up and getting it done. We recorded the entire album last summer. So um, the, this is always, it's always been the plan. It just, it's a lot of, it's a lot of admin to actually get it, make an album happen. Yeah. Because, so. I mean, you released an awful lot of material in, in 2016 and 2017 uh, there was lots of singles. There were some kind of EP um, and yeah. uh, EPs and mini albums. Um, mm. There was the Hollowed Out Sea. I remember that very fondly. Yeah. Uh, and there was uh, Memory as well. Wasn't wasn't that right? Attached to Memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Attached yeah. To memory, That sorry. was all in the same year. Yeah. So you you were you, you had a very busy. That was twenty seventeen, I think. Ish. It was. As a yeah. 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 So it was. You were very very busy. Very very prolific. And then mm. it just kind of went dark. So did did you get burned out by that? Um, I did a lot of releasing and I started doing co-writes with different people and started changing my sound and then just felt very confused. I was doing a lot of touring. I wasn't, I, I got a bit burnt out, but I was always writing. And then I just wanted to, I just, I got to the, I got to probably like halfway through 2018 and I was just like, I just want to do an album. And that was my goal for all of 2018 was like make this album happen and it sounds crazy because that was two years ago, but I started getting the ball in motion, like saving up because I knew I was going to have to pay to record it and, you know, working our jobs to make, make money, uh, kept touring and stuff. I was always doing that. And then, um, I recorded it in summer of 2019. So it was just a long process of actually getting, getting it out there. The next one won't take as long, but it's my debut album. So I kind of didn't want to put it out until I was sure what the concept was and, what the songs are going to be and what sound I wanted from it and who I wanted to work with. I wanted to surround myself with people that I was like, just really excited to work with and do something that I was really excited about. I didn't want to just release an album of singles. Mm. I mean, that that's an interesting one because I was going to ask you what your thoughts on the concept of the album were. Now, I wasn't aware that you were releasing an album, so you've kind of answered this question for me. But in, in 2020 is... is uh, would I be correct in saying that to you as a musician, and I'm assuming a music fan, the concept of the album is still relevant? I think it's actually bounced back in the last few years, definitely on the indie scene. Like we have Big Thief Records. People still have a massive, the singles are great. And I think it's for maybe people who are fans of other types of music, but for an album, like it's still like a, a piece of work. Like you can release singles and that's great, but they don't tell a story. An album can tell a whole story. There can be certain songs that you would never release as singles, but that like my favorite thing about an album is I'll be drawn in by one song that I might've heard on the radio or on Spotify, but my favorite song ends up being the one that I didn't really pay attention to on the first listen and it's track, you know, track nine and it's just hidden in there. And all of a sudden that's like one of my favorite songs of all time. I, I think they're coming back in relevance and with people kind of buying vinyls and stuff again. I think that they're having, that they're still very relevant. And I think, you know, you can like a musician 
and have a few singles of theirs but if you know a record you're a real fan mm-hmm. it's interesting I've, I've found that myself recently I've noticed maybe over the last two years uh, I, I mean I know the figures are there to show that vinyl sales are way up um, and, mm. and are up I mean they're still nowhere near what they would have been back in the in the heyday but that, that's yeah. another day's work but there is something um, something very enjoyable something very dare I say it therapeutic of sitting down yeah. and listening to an entire piece and there's also listening to an entire record from start to finish I think that there's, there's a statement of intent when you put on a mm. record um, as in I'm going to listen to side A and then I'm going to turn it over and listen to side B. You know, yeah. un, un, unless unle, unless you're kind of DJing or something like that, you're generally not going mm. to just like skip to track three and then put on another record. Uh, exactly. Mm. And but even for albums, like if they're on Spotify or whatever medium you're using to listen to, I feel the same way with vinyl as you do. But also like say when the Fiona Apple Fetch the Bulk Cutters came out a few months ago, that's an album that's like a piece of work that I want to just sit with and be kind of challenged by and listen to and get stuck into the ideas behind it and like really understand it. It was, it was, I want like it was, it's engagement rather than it just being like a passive thing of hearing music. It's a different way of listening to music. It's, it's really sinking your teeth into the concept as opposed to just a few songs mm. that are completely separate. Uh, I'm going to pause it there and I'm actually going to play another track by Alva because I've enjoyed this conversation but let's have a listen to some more of Alva's music and then we'll come back and we learn more about what you've been up to and what your plans are for the future. This is Rob O'Connor in conversation with Alva Reddy. She has just released uh, Time Difference, uh, the first single from her new tranche of music. And as we've learned, there is an album on the way. Um, Alva, you are like the 48A. You sit around waiting for new music and then a load of it comes along at once because uh, you have been party to not one, not two, but three releases this week. So uh, there's your own single, Time Difference. Uh, you are the featured artist on Sheridan Tongue's Daydream, which I got this week as well. And also you are one of the performers who is part of the Irish Women in Harmony version of Dreams. Um, feast or famine? Feast, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the I knew that Irish Women in Harmony, when I got involved, that I, we just didn't know how huge it was going to be. Uh, Sheridan and I actually recorded that song in London in 2018, summer 2018. So I hadn't heard that song until he sent it to me about a month ago and said he was going to release it or maybe a month and a half ago. So that was pretty wild. And then, uh, yeah, I, I was already, I was always planning to start releasing tracks this summer. Um, so it just kind of came together all in the same, all in the same kind of seven or eight days. Yeah, it's gas. I mean, I, I'm not complaining for for one second, but yeah. it is it is kind of it's it's gas. You go from nothing to everything. Um, but yeah, I, but I mean, yeah. it, I know no word saying it's your first release in two years. But I mean, you have been quite quite busy. I mean, I, I know you've been collaborating with people. I mean, your work with Dahi 
jumps out at me straight mm-hmm. away yeah. uh, the work that she contributed to on the last album I mean do, do you enjoy collaborating with other artists yeah I mean even on my own work uh, I find the kind of collaborate I obviously love writing myself and that's a very like intimate process but um, I really love, I think the best thing about music is that it's so collaborative that even when you're recording in a studio that you're bouncing ideas off other people and that's the funnest bit. And even when you're playing live that you're playing with other people and you're interacting with people, that's kind of my buzz definitely. And working with Dahi was a dream. Also performing with Dahi all last summer was fantastic because it was a totally different type of performance to what I'm used to. Like no, no guitar to hide behind, just jumping around on stage it was totally different it actually like really changed how I felt about performing it made it like way more fun it kind of gave me a different way to go into it um, um, will you take that into your, your own kind of music as Alva ready yeah for sure for sure yeah yeah I learned I learned a lot in those just even to just actually like be excited and enjoy it rather than sitting there stressing about how it's going to turn out which would be my usual attitude to gigs when I was gigging heavily in like 2017, 2018. Okay, I'm going to push, I'm going to flip this question now, right? What do you think the likes of Dahi or any other artists, Sheridan Tongue, for example, who's worked with you, what do you think they learned from Alvaretti? Uh, and please don't be falsely modest. I was going to say that I, uh, milky tea isn't that bad, <laughs> but um, I get, get very heavily criticised in any studio I go into for being like, yeah, I'll just take a bit more milk and basically drink baby tea. Um, God, I know that's a really hard question. Hmm. I don't, I'm, I'm sorry. I wish I had a really, I wish I had a zinger for yeah, you. No, but I'd rather get an honest answer, you know, because uh, you strike me, I mean, because you've worked with many, many people and you continue to work with many, hmm. many people, really a, a, a reciprocal thing. It's not just you have, have a take, take, take. You obviously give as well. Yeah. And I'm just wondering what that give would be. Yeah, um, I think if you spend a whole day working in a studio with somebody and you create a song together, you have a connection and it's like a really nice kind of connection that you can kind of, it sounds cheesy, but like be friends with that person. It's a really quick way. I've known people for like months or years or whatever that you don't get as close to as you do in a day in studio. Um, mm. so maybe that, I don't know what I'm, I'm giving to the, I'm contributing the lyrics. Um I'm not sure. I I feel like a real dud now that I don't have a good answer for that. But uh, no, no. Well, well, I tell you what. Park that and leave, yeah. leave it aside. And hopefully, hopefully, at some stage in the future, we'll be able to do an interview in person. And I might ask you that again. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I might know with them. Uh, I'll I'll do uh, a quick around of people yeah. I've worked with and ask them what I wrote. Yeah. <laughs> you can ask them all. What's great about the- yeah, yeah. Other than the yeah. tea, yeah. <laughs> This is Irish Beats with Rob O'Connor. You've just heard Submarines from Dahi, which features Alva Reddy on vocal duties. I'm in conversation with Alva. Uh, so let's go back to that where I start talking to her about the album. So there's an album on the way. Okay, so what's the story with the album? Will it be released in 2020? Um, I'm assuming your plans have changed. Yeah, well, um, the plan was always to release it in 2020. Obviously, COVID-19 through heaps of our plans overboard. We had kind of label 
labels on board a certain time that didn't work out. So I'm releasing them under my own label, which I've called Friends of the Family, which is cute. Um, and yeah, we're definitely releasing it in 2020. I want We're going to be releasing a single every month until the release in autumn. So are you talking about a September, October release, is it? Yeah, and kind of early autumn, yeah. Okay, and will there be a physical release as well? There will. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, me too. I'm excited to have it in my hands. Yeah, does that mean a lot to you? Yeah, I haven't because I never, I stopped getting, I did CDs for Holiday at Sea, but I didn't do them for anything else. It's kind of nice to have a tangible thing. Um, and I've never had a vinyl cut. So yeah, it does. Um, I think that kind of stuff is really, really important and it's become really important again. Um, it's something that will always exist. You know? I can appreciate that, I think, yeah. I think many people can recognise that, yeah. Okay, final question. Mm. Uh, who do you look to for inspiration, musical inspiration? Um, there's a lot of amazing artists out there at the moment. I was talking about someone about this recently. I, at the moment, I can I can only ever talk about what I'm listening to right now rather than backlog of stuff, but always Fiona Apple. I love Julia Jacqueline. I love Andy Schaaf. He released a new album recently called... Um, well, I loved his The Party back in, I think, 2017 that he had it. Uh, so Andy Schaaf's a big one. Uh, and Big Thief. I'm obsessed with Big Thief at the moment. I think they've kind of one of the most influential bands in years. Mm. I hear, I, I, and I hope I'm not insulting you with this now, but I hear I hear a kind of a Laura Marling vibe off your music. and I get that a lot, yeah. yeah. Are you insulted by that? Not at all. She's absolutely incredible. Yeah. It's it's funny because I, I get that a lot, but it will, she's not an artist that I would have based any music off or taken massive mm. not that not in, uh, I think she's incredible but it's not like I wouldn't have you know lived off one of her albums for years or anything but I, I've obviously listened to her and she's incredibly talented and an amazing songwriter and an amazing yeah. performer as well there you go maybe, maybe you never know the two of you might do a gig sometime yeah. who knows yeah yeah well I was told the same about Julia Jacqueline that the album sounded a bit sounded a bit like Julia Jacqueline and at that stage I hadn't listened to her yet and then I was sitting in the car going home from Donegal and I was like yeah I can totally see the comparison there I just hadn't listened to her but it's amazing though music has this kind of um, osmosis type quality that you might listen you might necessarily listen to something directly but you might have listened to something that had the artists have been clearly influenced by that. Um, yeah, know. exactly. All influenced by the same things and writing about, I always find it incredible how people can write about a lot of the same stuff at the same time, just based off whatever's going on in the world. I'm sure we'll have loads of uh, quarantine songs. Absolutely. You can chalk that. We can look forward to all that next year, I'd say. Mm. <laughs> It'll be great. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Deli, well, listen, Alvaretti, thank you so much for your time today. Wish you all the best with Time Difference, uh, the new single. Uh, thank you so that's much. That's available Rob. now. It's out there on your streaming, wherever you like to get your internet sounds. Uh, the album is coming in October or, or in, in the autumn. And uh, you're saying a single a month for the rest of the year. Yeah, well, for the rest of, until the album comes out, yeah, whenever that is, yeah. <laughs> well, Alva, thank you so much. I wish you all the best. Brilliant. Thanks so much for having me. Sundays were our day Not on our knees to pray 